Welcome back to the MedBullet Step 1 podcast. In this episode, we go over the topic of pancreatic enzymes from the gastrointestinal section on MedBullets.com. Let's get into the topic. Pancreatic enzymes are enzymes that are required for digestion of carbohydrates, proteins, and lipids. In terms of carbohydrates, the pancreas secretes alpha amylase in the active form, which digests the 1,4-glycosidic bonds of the carbohydrates, or starch. The enzyme that digests lipids is the lipase-colipase enzyme. The pancreas secretes the active form of lipase. It hydrolyzes triglycerides into one monoglyceride and two fatty acids. Note that lipase is inactivated by bile salts. The pancreas secretes the inactive procolipase, and in the intestinal lumen, trypsin activates this procolipase. So essentially, procolipase, the inactive form, gets converted into colipase, the active form. Note that colipase displaces inhibitory bile salts, permitting digestive functions of the lipase enzyme. In terms of phospholipase A2, the pancreas secretes the inactive phospholipase A2, and in the intestinal lumen, trypsin activates this phospholipase A2. This enzyme hydrolyzes phospholipids to form lysolecithin and fatty acids. With respect to the digestion of proteins, the pancreas secretes proteases in inactive forms called proenzymes or zymogens. These include trypsinogen, chymotrypsinogen, proelastase, and procarboxypeptidase A and B. In terms of the activation of pancreatic proteases, the brush border enterokinase or enteropeptidase activates trypsinogen. Trypsinogen, the inactive form, gets converted to trypsin, the active form. Trypsin then catalyzes the conversion of inactive precursors to active enzymes. So the trypsinogen gets converted to trypsin through a positive feedback loop the chymotrypsinogen gets converted into chymotrypsin, the proelastase gets converted to elastase, and the procarboxypeptidase A and B gets converted to carboxypeptidase A and B. Note that pancreatic proteases hydrolyze dietary proteins to absorbable molecules. These include amino acids, dipeptides, and tripeptides. Okay, so now that we've gone over the major points about this topic, let's go over a few questions to apply the information and get a sense of how this topic has been tested on past exams. First question. A 54-year-old man presents to his primary care physician with a two-month history of diarrhea. He says that he feels the urge to defecate three to four times per day and that his stools have changed in character since the diarrhea began. Specifically, they now float, stick to the side of the toilet bowl, and smell extremely foul. His past medical history is significant for several episodes of acute pancreatitis secondary to excessive alcohol consumption. His symptoms are found to be due to a deficiency in enzyme that is resistant to bile salts. Which of the following enzymes is most likely deficient in this patient? 1. Amylase 2. Chymotrypsin 3. Colipase, 4. Enterokinase, or 5. Lipase. And the correct answer choice is answer choice 3, colipase. This patient with fatty, foul-smelling stools most likely has fat malabsorption secondary to colipase deficiency since the enzyme is resistant to bile salts. 
Remember, the pancreas releases digestive enzymes that are responsible for breaking down macronutrients so that they can be absorbed by enterocytes in the intestines. Deficiencies in these digestive enzymes and chronic pancreatitis can lead to abnormal or defective breakdown of ingested nutrients. Specifically, fat malabsorption will result in diarrhea with fatty, foul-smelling, floating stools. The two major enzymes involved in triglyceride breakdown are lipase and colipase. Lipase hydrolyzes triglycerides into monoglyceride and fatty acids, but this enzyme is inactivated by bile salts. Colipase is therefore required to displace these bile salts and restore function to lipase. Let's now review the incorrect answer choices. Answer choice 1, amylase, is responsible for breakdown of carbohydrates. However, this patient's diarrhea is more consistent with fat malabsorption. Answer choice 2, chymotrypsin, is involved in protein digestion. However, this patient's diarrhea is more consistent with fat malabsorption. Answer choice 4, enterokinase, is a brush border enzyme that is responsible for activating many pancreatic enzymes. However, lipase is active when secreted, and colipase is activated by trypsin. And finally, answer choice 5, lipase is also involved in triglyceride digestion. However, this enzyme is sensitive to bile salts. In summary, colipase displaces inhibitory bile salts to allow for the digestive functions of lipase. Next question, a 55-year-old woman presents with acute onset abdominal pain radiating to her back, nausea, and vomiting. CT scan suggests a diagnosis of acute pancreatitis. The pathogenesis of acute pancreatitis relates to inappropriate activation of trypsinogen to trypsin. Which of the following activates trypsin in normal digestion? 1. Amylase 2. Lipase 3. Cholecystokinin 4. Enterokinase or 5. Secretin And the correct answer choice is answer choice 4, enterokinase. Enterokinase, also called enteropeptidase, is an enzyme produced by duodenal epithelial cells that cleaves inactive pancreatic zymogen trypsinogen into its active form, trypsin. Trypsin in its active form is involved in breakdown of dietary amino acids and cleavage of other dietary proteases. Remember, there are two forms of amylase, pancreatic amylase and salivary amylase. Salivary amylase breaks down starch to disaccharides. Pancreatic amylase breaks down starch to oligosaccharides and disaccharides. Lipase is a secreted pancreatic enzyme that breaks down fats. Let's now review the incorrect answer choices. Answer choice 1, amylase, degrades complex carbohydrates into mono, di, and oligosaccharides. Answer choice 2, lipase, is necessary for triglyceride breakdown into monoglycerides and fatty acids. Answer choice 3, cholecystokinin, stimulates bile secretion by the gallbladder in response to a fatty meal. And finally, answer choice 5, secretin, is released by the S cells of the duodenum and regulates the pH of duodenal contents. It functions to increase pancreatic bicarbonate secretion and decrease gastric acid secretion. By decreasing gastric acid secretion and increasing bicarbonate production, it neutralizes gastric acid in the duodenum and hence allows the pancreatic enzymes to function because if not, the acidic environment can cause the pancreatic enzymes to degrade. And that's all for this review about pancreatic enzymes. Hopefully that was helpful. 
This is the MedBullets Step 1 podcast, a daily audio review session by MedBullets, the free learning and collaboration community for medical student education. Keep in mind that these podcasts are designed to go along with the topics on MedBullets.com, and in fact, you can listen to these episodes right on the MedBullets website or mobile app while going through the topic. If you've gotten any value from these MedBullet Step 1 podcasts so far, please consider leaving us a 5-star rating and writing us a review on Apple Podcasts. It will help us spread the word and increase our discoverability tremendously. Also, if you are not already, be sure to follow MedBullets on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for daily high-yield content. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you all tomorrow, right here on the MedBullet Step 1 podcast.